Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Talk New York sports with us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The Let's do a show, shall we? 302, very good Sunday morning to you, New York City. It's Mike Fliegelman with you, Fleegs on the Fan. 877-337-6666. That's the number to call. You can tweet at me, at M Fliegelman. It's M-F-L-I-E-G-E-L. M-A-N. We've got the great Alex's arm on the other side of the glass. Jack Stern has your updates at the top of every hour. Here for the next four hours until 7 a.m. We'll do plenty on the football, plenty on the Mets. But we will begin with the New York Yankees, who have bounced back the last two days. Two wins over the Royals. Felt like both games you were pulling teeth, but a win is a win. You don't apologize for who is on your schedule, especially with a balanced schedule now. The same way every other team gets to take advantage of Six games or more with the uh, Royals if you're in the American League, three if you're in the National League. You chalk them up as wins, and you move on. So they weren't pretty, but the Yankees did what they had to do. They won these two games, and where we sit on this Sunday morning, they are two games out of that final American League wildcard spot, right now tied for fourth place in the division with the Boston Red Sox. And the problem the Yankees are going to face in the next week, it's July 23rd. The trade deadline on August 1st, just a week plus away. Brian Cashman's failures in the offseason, and you could go back even more seasons past, you know, the way he's constructed this roster over the last few years, but we'll just stick to last offseason for now. Him not addressing certain needs in the offseason has set up a trade deadline that when I look at who's available and the names being thrown around for the New York Yankees to go and add, to bolster their team, to try to get to the World Series for the first time in 14 years. This is now a trade deadline that I don't think the New York Yankees can come away from with a roster that is capable of winning a World Series. Brian Cashman in the offseason decided to completely ignore the fact that his team needed a left fielder. And now as the trade deadline approaches, you're hearing names like Cody Bellinger, Randall Grishik, decent names, in a vacuum, not horrible additions. But when you reflect on the fact that now pretty much four months into this 2023 season, guys you would have counted on for the Yankees to be big parts of a lineup that, yes, you thought maybe could threaten to win a World Series and contend with some of the best teams in baseball, 
Names like Giancarlo Stanton, even though he's looked a little bit better over the last few days and the last week, DJ LeMahieu and Anthony Rizzo, especially Rizzo, who for the last two months, and I know he had one base hit on Saturday, whoop de doo let's throw a parade down the Canyon of Heroes for him. Because of the struggles of those guys, you are now left in a situation where adding that one major league caliber left fielder, which is something the Yankees have not had all season, isn't enough. Had Brian Cashman gone out in the offseason and added a legitimate left fielder, you could even say, for argument's sake, that it was Bellinger who signed a one-year deal with an option with the Cubs. You could throw Michael Conforto's name out there. Not that he's lighting the world on fire, but double-digit home runs, very respectable OPS uh, compared to what the Yankees are putting out there. He's Babe Ruth. Had he gone out and addressed the team's actual issues in the offseason, you could now sit here leading up to the trade deadline and say, okay, you know what? We'll try to add maybe somebody with positional versatility who could play first base at times because what if Rizzo never bounces back from this? What if the player that we've seen since the middle of May is what Rizzo is now? And that hot start he got off to was just a hot start. And if he's ever going to bounce back from that, it's going to take a winter of reflection and work, and it's not happening this season. So let's go out and get somebody who, you know what, if we had to throw out at first base in a postseason series, we could do that. Or they could put more resources into filling what's been a black hole offensively at catcher. Jose Trevino now done for the season. I mean, that hurts the Yankees. Obviously, you never want to see a guy go down. But this isn't the Jose Trevino they had last year, the guy who was an all-star. This version of Jose Trevino had an OPS right there with the likes of Kyle Higashioka, your backup catcher. He's been terrible. So had the Yankees already not had a gaping hole in left field, you could say, all right, the resources that the Yankees had already kind of earmarked when you're a good team, you go in with the plan of, all right, we know there's always going to be some holes, some issues that pop up over the course of a season. So these are some of the guys we're willing to trade. This is from the excess pitching depth where they feel these are the guys they're going to move on from. And you could use it now because catcher has been an unexpected problem. And go fill that spot. You're now talking about for the Yankees to put together a roster that you'd feel good about competing with the best teams in the American League. The Orioles, the Rays, the Astros, the Rangers. In order to have a team that stacks up well with those teams, who get we expect all of them, at least three of the four, maybe not the Rays, because the way they run their organization is an absolute disgrace. And I would love to see them fall out of the playoffs altogether. They already lost possession of first place in the AL East. I'd love to see them fall out of it. Because I can't stand the way they run their team. But the others, the Orioles are talked about as looking for the best starting pitchers on the market. A team that, if the Angels were to decide to trade Shohei Otani would be in on him even just knowing he's a rental because it gives them a top bat and a top starting pitcher heading for a postseason run, the team that's now in first place. Not only do you have to fill all the weaknesses on your team, you have to keep up with all of those teams. Those are the competition. Those are the teams that right now, you're looking up at every single one of them. 
yes, getting Aaron Judge back will be huge for the Yankees. Assuming, and for the sake of this conversation, for the sake of any Yankees conversation, we all have to assume Aaron Judge is going to be, if not 100%, but pretty close to it. Because if Aaron Judge comes back and he's not typical Aaron Judge, then the Yankees are going to quickly fade from the face of the earth in this AL postseason race. And that's that's true of almost any team. Any team you take off a superstar player, their best player, it's very tough to come back from that. The name I always hear thrown around is the 2021 Braves, and they replaced Acuna, and they won a World Series. They traded for four above-average Major League players to replace Ronald Acuna. It was a weird circumstance. They went out and did it. But they went through a lot. They made a lot of moves to make that team better. And if they weren't in a trash division that year, that never would have happened. They did it because they saw that the Mets in front of them in the NLE's race were falling apart, and they knew they could get in with mid to uh, high 80s win total, which they did. They got hot at the right time, and they won the World Series. I'm not going to blame Brian Cashman for not being able to replace Aaron Judge if Judge comes back and does not do what we've seen him do over the last year and a half. That's almost impossible. What I can blame Brian Cashman for is this team being so bad and so embarrassing offensively that you're grouping them in the bottom five of the league with the dregs of baseball. You know, the Rockies away from Coors Field, the A's, the Royals, who Yankees fans have watched this weekend, and after what, three hitters in their lineup? You're saying, you know, this guy stinks. How is he a big leaguer? He couldn't even play for this Yankee team right now that's trotting out three, four guys nightly that it never expected to, never wanted to. Because Brian Cashman ignored certain spots in the offseason, and most of us, even Cashman defenders like me, I'm not somebody who thinks, ah, oh, he should be fired. I know a lot of Yankees fans want him gone. I'm not going to that extent yet. He's done too much good in building this team and building the pitching depth, building a bullpen, building a team that's in the playoffs every single year. He's done too much good where I can't just say, all right, fire him, move on, hire the next guy, where Every other team in baseball will tell you, well, you could cycle through, if you're lucky, two or three bad GMs before you find the next competent one. But he ignored glaring holes on this team to the point that everybody who was either an impartial observer or a fan of the Yankees looked at these spots and said, how can you not address this? When the Yankees signed Carlos Rodon in December... And they already had Aaron Judge back in the fold. I said, okay. They got Judge back. That was the most important task of the offseason. They signed one of the best starting pitchers out there. I don't know if it was a huge need, but they wanted it. They got him done. That's great. I, I really figured that after last season and the way things went wrong in the postseason, in much more embarrassing fashion than 2017 or 2019, when the Yankees were right there with the Houston Astros. A couple plays away, you change one tiny thing here or there, and they go to the World Series. Well, that wasn't the case in 2020 or 2021 when they lost a wild card game. They only played the one playoff game. Or even last year. Yes, they got to the ALCS, but they scored nine runs in four games against a team that went on to win the World Series. 
is silly me. I was so convinced that Brian Cashman is not going to ignore the weaknesses on this team again. And he did. I sit here, it's now the end of July, and I still can't believe that Brian Cashman went into this season with an outfield of, yes, Aaron Judge, Harrison Bader, who's good but always hurt, and then Aaron Hicks and his Waldo Cabrera in left field. To the point where after Bader goes down in spring training, they're scrambling saying, uh, 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 all right, IKF, you learn how to play the outfield. Which, to his credit, he's done pretty well for a guy who was just taught to learn how to play the outfield when you were already a couple weeks into spring training. It was malpractice what Brian Cashman did with that left field spot this year. And now all those names. You know, we had talked in April and May of, well, all right, it's not great, but the Yankees are winning. Some of these other teams are losing, and you're going to have to give up more than you'd like. You're going to have to give up players now instead of just money, but you know, you might be able to go get a Michael Conforto or a Jock Peterson from the San Francisco Giants because they were off to a terrible start. Now the Giants are in playoff position in the National League. Those guys aren't going anywhere. So much so now to the point where your only legitimate option for a left-handed power bat, an above-average left-handed power bat who can play the outfield, is Cody Bellinger. He is the only one from the teams that we know And the Cubs are not fully indicated that they're going to sell. They have to sell. I can't think they're that stupid to believe they're going to jump the teams that are in front of them in the National League. Not with the roster they have. If anything, if they keep Bellinger, I think it's more to me that they think they can start competing as early as next year because they have that option for the 2024 season. But that's where the Yankees are now, where if they don't get Cody Bellinger in the next eight, nine days, what are they doing? What's the plan? How are you jumping these teams ahead of you? How are you separating yourselves with the Boston Red Sox who have the same record as you right now and are ahead of you on a tiebreaker because they've won both series head-to-head? How do you separate yourselves from them? How do you top and pass the Blue Jays? If you play them head-to-head every game, we all think they'd pass the Blue Jays. Because the Blue Jays don't seem to play very well against the Yankees heads up. But that's not the case. You're going to get your two remaining series against them. With the 13 games instead of 19 against your divisional teams. And the Blue Jays, who do pretty well against the other teams in baseball. What if you can't pass them? The Astros, after getting off to a little bit of a slow start, have been one of the better teams in baseball. I still think they're going to continue to go on a run. And when they add at the deadline like they always do... And win the AL West. How are you passing them or the Rangers, whoever loses the West? You think you're gaining the seven games on the Tampa Bay Rays? Six out in the loss column right now? You think you're passing them? The Yankees' philosophy in the offseason, and part the regular season too, I think this team at times plays a little too fast and loose with the, uh, the regular season. It doesn't matter. We can make up these games later. We just have to be in the postseason, and then the regular season doesn't matter as much. I think they got a little too carefree with that to the point when you lose Aaron Judge, and all of a sudden, it's not so easy to win those regular season games. Or also, 
the things you can't control, such as more American League teams being a lot better than we expected them to, and there's nothing good or bad that you can do about that, when you don't give it your all in these regular season games and you restrict Aaron Boone before a game and say, all right, you know, here you have your top five relievers. You can't use three or four of them. Go out and win a baseball game anyway. And then the manager has to take the heat after the game for not using his top guys. You put yourselves in this situation where you now need to make up ground. Bare minimum, you need to gain ground and pass two teams just to have a chance at that last playoff spot. And as we approach the trade deadline, just over a week away, if Juan Soto's not on the table, and if Shohei Otani's not on the table, even if we thought the Yankees would be the team that acquires them, from everybody else, it is slim pickings. The player the Yankees need to trade for to really bolster this lineup to make you feel confident that or you know what, in a playoff series, if an unnamed player A who they acquire is hitting and Aaron Judge is hitting, and you could just get contributions from one of Stanton, LeMay, Hugh Rizzo, you think you have a shot with that pitching staff, with Cole, who's been an ace all season, with Rodon, who hasn't shown it yet, but we know he's got the talent if he can piece it together before the postseason. With one of Severino, Nestor Cortez, Domingo Herman, with somebody stepping up and being that third guy with that bullpen. You know, the Yankees have put themselves in a position where they like to go out and maybe just add a reliever, make a strength even stronger at the deadline every year. How much are they trading away? Because they now, without question, need an outfielder. And they might need a catcher. They're not in that position they normally are where they don't need to make a trade, but they do anyway just to get another arm and make their team even better. It's because Brian Cashman grossly mishandled this roster in the offseason. That, yeah, a week or two from now, I don't expect to say, Well, Brian Cashman made a trade that changed my thoughts on the Yankees because I don't think that trade is going to be out there. So I'm not going to be able to blame him on July 31st or August 1st for not making a trade that's not there. But what I can do and what I will do is blame him for ignoring that spot in the offseason and making it an issue at the trade deadline to the point where He needed to go out and address it. If Brian Cashman addressed left field responsibly in the offseason, the Yankees wouldn't be in a spot where in the next week they are trying to trade for a player who is not available. They are in a bad spot because their GM and president put them in that spot in the winter. 877-337-6666. Go right to your phone calls. Uh, let's go to Dave in New Haven. What's up, Dave? You know, it's it's funny. I'm, I'm hearing you kind of say you're a Cashman defender, and you're banging on him a little bit, and uh, more than a little bit, which I think is totally fair. But one of the things that Brian Cashman's always specialized in, and you could look at his track record, is he's always gone out and made the deals to get the team better. 
whether it's been an arm, whether it's been a bat, whether it's been an outfield, or whoever, whatever it is, throughout his entire pedigree in his career, he's gone out and done it, right? So I, I don't want to not give him a chance to do it this year because I think he will because he always has. The one thing that's killing the Yankees the most isn't Brian Cashman. It's accountability of the players. It's professional hitters that you're expecting to bat 300 or 280 that are hitting 220 that are not getting that RBI when you need it most. The team is unmotivated. And when are the players and who's holding the players accountable? Because that's bigger right now to me. That's more of the glaring issue than Brian Cashman because Cash will go out and get someone. You well, well Dave, Dave, I, I want to break this down with you. We'll do both. And you're right. Cashman, for the most part in his Yankee tenure, has gone out and gotten the player that, you know, we that fills a, a hole nicely on the Yankees. But I don't, I mean, I don't know how f- closely you follow the names that we expect to be available. That guy this year, he's just not out there. You, you can't you can't go trade for somebody who's not being Yankees, traded. There's always someone available. But why why do you why do you say that? That, that I mean that means nothing. There we know we know the teams who have fallen out and, and we know the players on their roster that won't really do anything to help the Yankees. Teams now with the no, expanded I, wild right. card, if they're, if they're in it, they're not going to trade a player. And again, that's why how, yes, it's different than it was even 10 years ago. Now that there are more playoff spots, there are more teams in the race that are not going to be as likely to give up their players. And if they do, they're going to require you giving up a lot more than they may have a few years ago when Cashman was always pulling off these deals. Sure, fair. I, I, I agree. I don't think the selection's as good as it was in the past. You know, but... Getting into the playoffs, you know, it's funny. I have an uncle that always told me, what do you call the guy that graduates last in his class from medical school? A doctor. That's damn right. A doctor, right? Still a doctor. So you make the playoffs, you're one of those teams you're right. in. But, and, but, but Dave, in, here's, here's what changes things this year. It, you know, if the season ends today, and I know it doesn't, they're not in the playoffs. So they don't just have to protect the spot. They have to jump teams. And what if, you know, what if these teams that are ahead of them, their biggest weakness is a reliever of which there are an abundance available between now and next week's trade deadline. So again, that's not even Cashman's fault right now in this moment in July going into August where, you know, that team is able to go out and make a reasonable trade for the player that it needs the most. The Yankees are not the Yankees right now. They outside of the accountability issue which we'll get to before I hang up and you don't worry cuz I think it's an important point. But if you had to add any player to this Yankees roster right now, what would you be looking to add? Yeah, I think I think catcher has been a big hole for a long time. You know, I uh, another outfielder, sure. I mean, their pitching staff is above average, if you ask me. I think a lot of their players on their team are players that other teams would like. They have a great pedigree. They have a great resume. These are guys that have done it in the past, but they're just not doing it now. So well, I, I agree with all that, but if, if, about but, the accountability, but, we'll, and we'll, we'll get to that. But the, the you said what Cashman does, and he has done this in the past, is go out and make that deal. But when you look at the players that we can make a reasonable assumption right now will be available in the next week or so, the guy that they need, they need an outfielder. And you would prefer for him to be a left-handed hitting outfielder. It's sure. not available. Outside of right. Bellinger, who's a maybe, and even then doesn't really have the kind of uh, impact that we'd be looking for and what the Yankees need to add, that's the only one that might be available. It's very slim pickings this year at the trade deadline 
if you're looking for offense. Catcher, you know, they might be able to get a little bit luckier. But again, you're looking more at guys who are not great. They don't wow you, but they'll just because of how down a year Trevino was having and how bad the Yankees catchers have been offensively, they might give you a little bit more of a chance. But it's not like you're going out there and adding Jorge Posada and his bat to this Yankees lineup. And as for the accountability, listen, I've, I don't know how much you've heard for, uh, about me. I think Aaron Boone is a complete zero as a manager. I just don't think he adds anything. I think it's a problem that they let the players, you know, a guy like last year, Josh Donaldson, run roughshod. They do whatever they want. There's never any public accountability for anybody on the team. But I think that stems from, and yes, even though I'm railing on, on him today, you know, on the whole, I will defend Cashman more often than not. I think that stems from Cashman and an organizational philosophy to protect these players, which I agree with you. It's not the, you know, teams, teams make these players a little too comfortable. It's not just a Yankee problem. It's a sports problem nowadays. They, they want them to be comfortable and, and not really jolt them, but I think they go a little too far, and there is a lack of accountability, but I think that comes from the front office. I do. Yeah, it's interesting because the old front office of the Yankees held everybody accountable. And I think you're right. I think it's just a trend in sports that we're seeing now with less accountability of these players. You want players to be comfortable. But players need to be productive above anything else. And that's why they're getting paid. And that's why they're making the money that they make. And that's why they were brought into a team and into a position to hit the ball when they're supposed to, to pitch when they're supposed to. And I just feel like the whole lineup – uh, aside from a judge when he comes back or a Garrett Cole is just not being held accountable and they're doing what they're supposed to do. And, no, and Dave, that's, I, that's I agree with you completely. Trying to fill a spot. Listen, Dave, the, the, the Rizzo's and Stanton's and thank you for the call and DJ, the Mayhew's of the world have not been anywhere close to what you expect from them. You know, Stanton's dealt with injuries. He's getting older. I mean, they're really, they're all getting older. So this happens to players when they're in their thirties. The shocking one to me is Rizzo, and I know they say he's healthy, but when he came back from that neck injury, he has just not been the same player. But to your point, yes, those underperforming stars, it's one of the same things that's plaguing the Mets across town. And it's something that would impact any team. When three of your four best players offensively are just not even close to what they're supposed to be, and especially for the Yankees when your best player is on the shelf for going on two months now, there's not a whole lot you can do around that. It's why the Cashman conversation will always be a tough one. Because he deserves so much credit for what he's done with that pitching staff. And because even with Judge not playing, and Stanton, and LeMahieu, and Rizzo being so bad and getting nothing from the catcher spot, and being down an outfielder the entire season, even when the team was at its full strength health-wise. Despite all of that, they were over 500. they are only a couple games out of a playoff spot. The Cashman conversation is very tough. But one thing I know for sure to be true right now is that because he ignored left field in the offseason, he is now in a position where he needs to trade for a left fielder in the next eight or nine days. And the guy he needs is not available. Had he addressed that in December or January, the Yankees would still have problems, but they would have problems that could be fixed heading into the stretch run. Right now, 
one of their biggest problems. We can debate which one, you know, which one's A, which one's B, where they are on the list, but it's one of the main problems. They don't have enough legitimate major league outfielders. And there's no way to fix that before the trade deadline. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.